0: Welcome to the Broken Pie Chart podcast, episode number 70. I'm your host, Derek Moore. And this week, we're going to talk about social security. I know it doesn't sound very exciting, but you know what? I I get questions here and there from people about, you know, how do they determine, like, how would I even know what to expect uh, when, you know, I get social security? And how do they determine it? Like, what... What could you do to improve the amount uh, how does inflation play into that um, kind of some of the uh, it's it's a little convoluted into how the monthly benefit is uh, is calculated how you index things for inflation right so if you had a salary way back in 1970 1980 1990 whatever it is uh, what is that in today's dollars and then just this idea of, you know, taking the benefits at 62 versus 67 versus 70. Like, what, what does that mean? Um, and then how can you actually look at this? And the good news is you can create a, an account at the Social Security uh, site. And so uh, think about this as not really a dry episode. It, it's more like, you know, it's just one of those things. Like, everyone kind of maybe gets that, that statement or you see the taxes going out. And so let's uncomplicate this. So Social Security obviously is one of those things. And, and it's a hot button because you've heard that Social Security is going to run out of money and things like that. Or what are they going to do to fix Social Security? That's beyond the scope of this episode. You know, that's uh, we'll leave that to other people uh, to kind of ponder, although in um, this you know just my own opinion is it, w- it would be very difficult or politicians would be really reticent uh, in, in my opinion to scale back social Security benefits on a wide scale. remember politicians want to win elections and they want to stay in office. so uh, but anyway, that's beyond the scope and uh, we'll just focus on how this is set up right now. So one of the the first things, if you haven't done this already, you might remember that, you used to get that statement every once in a while, and it would show your historical year-by-year earnings, and it would give you an estimate of what your benefits. Well, they stopped sending that out. They they signed, I forget what year it was, but they signed this Paperwork Reduction Act, and so you don't get the the statement, or or the majority of people don't get that statement mailed out every couple of years. And but you can go to the Social Security, uh, I think it's SSA.gov, and I'll I'll put a link to all this stuff in the. In the show notes. Uh, but you can go, go there and you can actually see a couple things. Um, you can see the earnings record. So it's my social security. You'll set up uh, a username, a password. They'll do a bunch of security things. But then you can log in there and you can see year by year what you've earned uh, over the years. And you're going to see the work year. You're going to see your taxed social security earnings and they're taxed Medicare earnings. Remember that you don't pay Social Security on every um, amount of money that you make. For example, uh, once you make $137,700 in 2020, the next dollar over that doesn't have the Social Security taxes taken out. So there's sort of a ceiling there. There's no ceiling for Medicare or Medicaid, uh, one of the two. And basically, what happens is if you're working for somebody um, you see 6.2 percent taken out for your the you know OASDI um, or, or Social Security right and then your employer kicks in another 6.2 percent so 12.4 percent total is sort of being paid in taxes if you're if you're working for a company um, they're covering the other half if you're self-employed it's you know the full 12.4 percent but so you look on the, the benefit statement. And you'll see your tax Social Security earnings. And what they do is they list it for every year. And then the other thing that you see is the estimated benefits. And the estimated benefits will show you if you start taking it at full retirement age. And one of the examples I looked at, you know, full retirement age is 67, at age 70, or do early retirement at 62. And I'll kind of explain those, those three things. It's also worth noting that for some people who have maybe um, have worked for the government and have a pension, there is a different calculation. Um, I think they call it a, a windfall provision where Social Security ta- uh, benefits might get reduced depending upon you know pension amounts and things like that. So um, beyond what we'll talk about here today, but I just wanted to mention that um, if that is applicable. Okay, so one of the things that you'll do is, and and part of the benefit, I'm going to come back to sort of the benefit statement and the earnings statement. But the way that those amounts are figured, it actually is a little bit complicated, but we will uncomplicate it for you. The idea is that what you're going to do is you're going to look at the earnings record. And well, I'll just say one more thing. So when you look at this earning record, um, they assume, so let's say you're 40, they assume you're going to make whatever you made last year going forward until uh, retirement. And so they're, when they give you that, um, that estimated benefit, they're making an estimate that your earnings will continue at a certain rate going forward. But let me, let me tell you how, if you just did this fresh and you didn't have your, your earnings record, how this would be. So Social Security benefits are basically, it's the top 35 years of earnings. And they're going to be indexed for inflation. What does that mean? Well, if you earned a certain amount of money in 1980, they're going to convert it to today's dollars. And they're going to do that on what's called a a wage index, Okay. So to give you a, a, a little, but anyway, so it's the top 35 years. So, if you work forty years, um, you do your. Um, you look at all the amounts; they're indexed to inflation, meaning they they switch it from you know so-called past year's dollars to this year's dollars, and that's how they come up with it. Uh, Thirty-five years is actually four hundred and twenty months, and so let let me kind of explain um, a little bit more about this. And then you can also make you know once you understand this, you can all you could do this in Excel. You could actually estimate um, kind of what your um, you know your benefit might be. Okay, so they use um, a wage index. Okay, and for 2020, their wage index was fifty two thousand one forty five eighty. Okay, so what what does that mean for you? Well, what it means is that. Uh, uh, basically when you go and you look at your wages and you look at your benefit statement um, and here we'll do we'll do it this way. Let's say that you made oh I don't know what what did, what did you make here let's let's pick an even year um, okay so let's say that you made you know around I don't know 75 thousand dollars in the year 2000 okay? The wage index in 2000 was 32145 82 So to index that for inflation to today's dollars, um, and we don't have, uh, the last year they gave us was 2019. Uh, but you would take the wage index in 2019 at 52145 and 80 um, You divide it by the 32154 82 because that's the wage in- index in 2000. And then to inflation adjust the dollars to 2019, you take your 76 times, um, you know, what is that? That's less than two. Um, But basically, 76,000 in 2000 would be roughly about 123,000 in today's dollars. And so if if you made, let's say, $10,000 or, you know, let's say you made $100,000, right, in 1988, well- you would take 52145, 52145 and don't forget the 80 cents divided by the wage index in 1988 which was 19,00334.04. don't forget about that four cents and which is 2.69 right? Um, call it 2. you know7 around it right? But I'm, I have the full amount. so times 100,000. One hundred thousand, and so if you made one hundred thousand in nineteen eighty eight um, in twenty nineteen dollars index for inflation, it, it'd be the same, the equivalent of two hundred sixty nine thousand seven hundred nine. Okay, enough with the, you know, the detailed math, but that that's the way that you do it, and so um, they do that behind the scenes when you get this benefit estimation. Um, they're indexing past years, and they're also assuming some amount of income um, until you reach retirement, OK? so, And then what, what they do is they actually take those amounts and they rank them from the highest inflation-adjusted you know, wage down to the lowest. And then you take the 35 top ones. And when you take the 35 top ones, you add all of those together, and you get a total amount, OK? So let's say you know, you're know inflation-adjusted, you do all this math, and you come up with uh, you know, a total of $3 million, um, your top 35 years equals $3 million, and then you divide that by 420. I said that, that was it with the math, I lied. Okay, And that would be 7,142. So basically what you're doing is you're taking your 35 highest years index for inflation divided by 420, and you're coming up with this so-called... Um, Monthly amount. That's not the monthly amount that you get. That's going to be determined a different way. And we have some bend points. Okay. And the other question that comes up so, what if I'm still working? uh, Or what if I don't have 35 years of earnings? Okay. Good question. And let's say you've only been working for 20 years. Well, what they're going to do is um, you're still going to use the 35 highest years, which would include all of your 20. But then you get zeros for the other 15. Okay, so that's how how that works. And then what if you're still working and you're like, wait a second, I'm 40 or 50 and I still have, you know, 17 years to or or, um, 27 years to to 67. What they do is when they give you an estimate of the benefit. Again, they take the last year of earnings and they assume you get they're going to you're going to earn that each and every year up until retirement age. And then they do that same thing. Then they, they rank them based upon uh, highest to lowest. Then your, your top 35 added together, divided by 420 to get this monthly amount. OK? So and I'll link to this wage index um, that they do as well. Um, so and then the other thing is uh, I'll come back to how they determine um, the number. But one of the, the questions, too, is typically when you go on and you're going to look at um, these different uh, – uh, here, let me get to a page. Okay. So let's say you go in here and they say, here's your estimated benefits. Okay. And, again, they're going to make an assumption. And they're also going to assume uh, – I don't believe they take into account if you have a pension, right? Because remember I said there's this windfall provision where you can see benefits get – reduced if you had a pension, because if you had a a government job, you may not have paid into Social Security um, beyond the the scope of what we'll do. But typically, they'll give you three amounts, they'll say, and it it depends on your age, what full retirement is, or early retirement. But here's the example I'll use. So let's say you go in, and it says, if you retire at 67, you would get $2,500 a month. And that doesn't adjust for what's called COLA or cost of living increases. I'll get to that later, uh, but that, that's the estimate, okay? And you know they they have some assumptions built in there, right? Um, but you know your actual cost of living adjustments could be could be different. So let's say they say, okay, yeah, you retired sixty seven, you get twenty five hundred bucks. Okay, that would be hundred um, percent. You get you know the full benefit, right? And then you've probably heard people say, well, should I take it early? Well, in this case, if you take it at 62, which is five years earlier, uh, I think it's about a 30% reduction in the benefit of the amount. So you only get 70% of what you get at 67. So it would be 1750 Okay. And then the other one is you hold off and you don't take any benefits until 70. And in my example here, um, you get 124% of your full retirement where you get 3,100. So it's like 1,750, 2,500, or, or 3,100. And obviously there's some things that go into this. One of the things that goes into it is if you start, uh, if you're still working and you take it prior to full retirement age, so you start taking at 62, let's say, maybe you take it at 63, 64, right? But, um, and you're still working. There are some tax uh, implications. So if you have income, you might get uh, a reduction in the benefits for um, every dollar above a certain level. Um, and so there's, some, there's tax considerations uh, to trying to decide whether you want to do that. Um, one of the ways to look at this, too, though, um, excluding any tax, uh, you know, complication. Complication is not the right word. But any any tax... Um, anything that that reduces the benefit, right, um, if you're still working. Um, but let's say, you know, just off the straight numbers, if you took it 1750 one of the things you would say is, well, for five years, you would actually um, have been collecting benefits. And assuming, you know, it's not reduced or, or you're not doing a, a tax equivalent benefit, um, you would have collected about 105000 using these these numbers, right? I mean, this is not, this is just an example I I created. Um, And so basically, um, not until someone waiting until 67 and receiving, in my example, the 2,500 um, on a, you know, cumulative basis, um, they wouldn't break even until about three and a half years later, until about 70 and a half, right? Um, Does that make sense? I know you can't answer me, but it's just if you take it early, you're getting money. And then at some point, um, you will, on a cumulative basis, um, start to have more uh, more money. And then, for example, let's say you took it at 62 versus taking it at 70. Um, well, you would have received about 168000 right, um, 1750 a month for eight years. And there, um, you wouldn't you know, start to get over the, the break-even point until about 74 and a half, okay? So it's one of the things, and there's a lot that goes into us. For example, uh, do you want to, you know, are you still working? Is there tax, uh, you know, things to consider? Um, are there benefit reductions? And also, uh, just a little bit of planning, you know, do you want to have the, the money early because you want to not withdraw from other accounts, to uh, you know, for that portion of the income, or do you want to have a safety net so that if you run out of assets, that the benefit um, anyway beyond the scope. And I, but I just want to. Those are some of the things that you'll see. And and again, when you look at those estimations, they're they're assuming you're going to earn every year to retirement what you earned the last year that you you kind of brought in. Okay. Okay. So back to back to our example, and. Remember we said it's the top 35 years index for after you index for inflation. A top 35, if you don't have 35, you get zeros to make, you know, in there. But you come up with this this cumulative number and then you divide it by 420. Okay. And then what happens? They have something called bend points. And to give you some perspective, um, the way that they come up with these bend points, it's actually the wage index. Um I mean the way they do this is kind of screwy, right? But um, so the wage index, remember, I told you it was fifty-two thousand one forty-five. You take that uh, divided by the wage index for nineteen seventy-seven, which was ninety-seven seventy-nine and change, um, and that is um, you, you basically take one hundred and eighty dollars. Oh, this gets complicated. One hundred and eighty times. The fifty-two one forty-five divided by the ninety-seven nine, and that equals roughly nine hundred and sixty bucks. Okay, I did all that to tell you. Here's the way this is: once you add up all the thirty-five years, index for inflation, right? So, we said you know seventy-six thousand in the year two thousand is really index for inflation and nineteen dollars or eighteen dollars, right? Because we don't have the nineteen index out yet, would be about one hundred twenty-three thousand. Okay, so let's say you come up with that number. And you divide it by four hundred twenty, and it's like you know six thousand dollars. Okay. So what you would do is on the first nine hundred sixty dollars um, at full retirement age, you would get ninety percent of that. All right, and then um, from dollar nine sixty one to dollar five thousand seven eighty five, you get thirty two percent of whatever that total is. And then if you have uh, when you do the calculation, if you know, your monthly, um, average monthly index for inflation over 35 years, right, is greater than 57.85, anything above, you know, dollar 57.86 and higher, you get 15% of that. And those are called bend points. And so, you actually get a a much larger chunk of the first 9.60. Uh, you get 90% of that, you get 32% of whatever your average is, um, you know, for, $1961 to $1. $1.5785, and then you, for anything above $57.85, so and higher, you get 15% of that. So let's say that you added up all your wages, uh, benefit wages, top 35 years, index for inflation, and it's you know $4 million, okay? So this is index for inflation divided by 420. You get 9,523, Okay. So then on the first 960, you get 90%. On the second um, bracket, you get 32% between 961 and 5785, Okay, And then you get 15% on anything above that. And that's how they come up with your number, all right? So when I gave you the example before at full retirement age getting 2,500, that's the calculation that goes into that, all right? And so um, at those bend points, Will change depending upon what the wage index um, does. Ooh, okay, a lot of stuff there, right? <laughs> More than you ever wanted to know about Social Security, but this is a lot of people. You know, part of you're trying to figure out, like, okay, if I do a, an average uh, compounded annual growth rate and I put in a certain amount of money, like, what would my retirement savings grow to? You try and do that. And then you're trying to use, you know, maybe that 4%. Like, hey, if I have $2 million and I can take 4% out, withdraw it every year, uh, that's the old rule. And whether that's the right rule or the not, you know, not good rule, that's that's neither here nor there. But um, but then the other income portion is at some point, hopefully you get to you know 62, 67, 70, and then you make a decision and you have available to you this Social Security income. And that is sort of another thing to look at um, and try and, and plan for, OK? Now, once you have Social Security, then if you have inflation, you get a benefit. You get a, an adjustment. And leave it to Social Security to make this even more complicated than it needs to be. But my understanding is, instead of just looking at um, you know, the the consumer price index, right? That old, the basket of goods. And you look at what the basket is, the price one year, and you look at the the price the next year. And if it went up, you have inflation, right? So they use CPIW, um, which is the consumer price index for urban wage earners and clerical workers, CPIW. That's what they use, okay? So to give you an example, in, in December of uh 2019 uh, it was 244.786 and then in you know let's see what what month is this in April of 2020 it was 249515 so that's been an increase uh, interestingly enough it did go down April from March um, as we saw um, you know a little bit of deflation come in you know we're still getting the full economic picture after uh the government shutdown and everything, but so they look at that, and then um, to make things even more complicated, instead of ju- using the annual, they actually look at the CPI at the end of uh, Q3 in the previous year, and then the Q, th- the, the CPI at the end of Q3, let's say in 2020, and they look at the difference. And so last year, 1.6 percent was the cost of living adjustment for 2019. It was 2.8% uh, for 2018. And actually, back in 1980, it was 14.3%. Uh, so we had a lot of inflation back then. Um, but 2015, it was zero. 2010, it was zero. 2009, it was zero. So it doesn't always you know, go up. Um, but so basically, once you have your benefits, if you're getting Social Security, then that's the cost of living adjustment. So it does... Uh, it does go up over time if you've got inflation. So that's uh, that's how it's supposed to work. OK, so the other thing I, I want to kind of come back to is the idea of, and again, there, there's a lot of different reasons to take it early, to take it late, um, different considerations, where you're you're pulling money from. Um, do you want to have a, a pull money early, have something, a higher benefit later, Uh Estimation of you know life expectancy, health, all those things, um, and I and I kind of threw out some numbers to you, but I I want to give you a little more color on um, kind of some of the differences. Uh, so remember in our example at sixty two you can get seventeen fifty at sixty seven you benefit you know take it then it's twenty five hundred at seventy it could be you know thirty one hundred. And it's not to say that you have to take it at 62 or 67. You could, you could just delay it to 65, right? And then the benefit wouldn't be um, – it would be more than the 1750 But one of the ways you can lay it out is, you know, $1,750 uh, a month at 62, um, $1,750, right, uh, times 12 is $21,000, right? Um, $2,500 at age 67 would be about, you know, $30,000 and 3,100 a month at age 70 would be 37,200 um, a year. Sorry. Those are yearly. And so one of the things you could do, you say, okay, well, if, if you took it at 62 and you didn't get any benefit reductions, you didn't take it into account taxes, right? Those are important things to do. Uh, from 62 to 77, you will have on a cumulative basis, uh, received about three hundred thirty-six thousand dollars. Okay, um, starting at sixty-seven and taking you know the twenty-five hundred a month or thirty thousand a year, on a cumulative basis, you would have received three hundred thirty thousand. Um, and then let's say you had, uh, um, you know, um, and this is through seventy-seven, right? Um, so let's say you wait until seventy. And so now you're getting thirty-seven thousand two hundred a year from seventy to seventy-seven. That's on a cumulative basis, you know, two hundred ninety-seven thousand six hundred. And the reason why that I bring this up, and you've got to look at different considerations. But um, you know, one of the the calculus that that someone goes through is they say, well, look, if I take it early, and I've and I've looked at all those those things, um, will I have will I receive more? You know, we're we're sort of the break even. And in that example, the break even between 62 and, you know, taking it at 62, taking it at 67, is somewhere, you know, 77 and a half probably, where on a cumulative basis, um, you would have received more in benefits waiting. Okay, so hopefully that makes sense and gives you a little bit of color. But um, so to kind of think about this, um, number one is, if you haven't done so already, I encourage you to, to go to My Social Security, the, the government site. Uh, you can create an account, and you can go in and look at your wage earnings. Um, and interestingly enough, if, if there's something on there that doesn't match, um, there, I had a question on mine. I actually called them. And it was a long wait, but they you could you know, choose to have them call you back, and they called me back. And um, they were nice enough to answer uh, you know a question I had so you can check your, your historical uh, earnings you can uh, do an esti- see what the estimation of benefits again it assumes so if you're 30 it assumes you're going to make that much money whatever you made when you're 30 through you know age 67 right or 62 whatever it is they they calculate at so um, there's some assumptions there and then um, you can also get an understanding of, um as well if if you actually take those uh, historical earnings and you dump it into you know copy and paste it into an Excel sheet and you can do the the wage index so the wage index I'm going to link to all this stuff, all the pages so you can find this. you can actually calculate this yourself and you can put in your own estimations about what you think you'll earn you know going forward. Um, but that's uh, that's basically demystifying, the the bend points, uh, you know how much you get, how you calculate it, what's what's years are sort of considered. Of course, all this can change. Congress can do something tomorrow. I um, I don't think we'll do anything tomorrow, but uh, maybe at some point. And remember, the we don't know what inflation is going to be, and so. Um, but this should give you a good understanding and hopefully a little more clarity on how this is all sort of worked out. So with that, we'll leave it there. Um, remember, please share this if you find this of interest and uh, go back and look at some past episodes. We've had some really good episodes recently and continue to uh, you know go to the site and use the contact me. And uh, you know you can go ahead and, and uh, this is actually, this episode and some other episodes have been listener suggestions. So if you have an idea for an episode, something you think we should cover, we'll certainly do that. All right, everyone, uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. We might actually have a a new guest next week uh, that we're uh, we're excited to uh, to have on. So have a good rest of the week, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.